0: Have you realized yet that your purpose in life is constantly evolving? The thing is, it can only evolve, grow, and expand to the extent you're willing to do the work to heal. That's why I've created a transformative half-day virtual event designed for purpose chasers who want to integrate their authentic selves in every aspect of their life. Together, we're going to co-create conversations around reflecting on current patterns, amplifying your genuine desires, prioritizing fulfillment over the facade of what you should do, and we'll talk about achieving actual tangible results. I believe our work together will have a profound impact on your life as we break you out of autopilot, scale your potential, and set you up to attract everything you say you desire. Plus, this space will be an enjoyable and supportive environment for new connections with like-hearted purpose chasers from all over the world. Together, we will laugh, dance, and maybe cry, but we'll be doing the work together. If this speaks to your soul and you want to detox and release what's no longer serving you so you can live fully in the pillars of redefining wealth, tickets are currently complimentary for this half day of coaching, training, and co-creating a new blueprint for your heart's desires directly with me. So grab your ticket today at patricewashington.com slash Soul Detox. That's patricewashington.com slash Soul Detox.
1: God is not a fence straddling God. He says, I will spit you out of my mouth for being lukewarm. He said, let your yes be yes and your no be no.
0: You're listening to the Redefining Wealth podcast with Patrice Washington. In today's episode, I sit down with fellow author, teacher, speaker, and podcaster Dr. Shantae Holly. She reminds us that there is a cost to disobedience. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from PatriceWashington.com where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. Big shout out to all my OG listeners and purpose chasers all over the world. Um, Have to thank you for the continued support. You guys have really been coming through lately with the reviews and all of the sharing and social media. And I just needed to take a moment to tell you I appreciate you so, so much. If you are new to redefining wealth, here is what you should know. This is a community that believes that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions, no matter what you've heard. We believe in the original 12th century definition of wealth, which was the condition of well-being. And so we really unpack that by looking at six pillars And you can find out more about those pillars and how they apply to your life and how they impact the way you manage your finances every single day by going to patricewashington.com forward slash start here patricewashington.com forward slash start here. You'll get an overview of all six pillars and you'll be able to even give yourself a little assessment so you can see what pillar you really need to start with. In today's episode, I am kind of following up to last week's episode, which was the obedience over everything. Obedience over everything. And your response has been amazing. Amazing. I have to say, I don't know why I'm always so surprised because you guys are like one of the most engaged communities out there. I think in the podcast world, you're super engaged. And so I received DM after DM after DM. I was tagged in so many Insta stories where people were saying just challenge accepted, challenge accepted. And so the challenge was just, please go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. But I was sharing that my theme for this year is obedience. And my question to myself daily is, what would it look like if I just listened to God the first time? Like when I felt the Holy Spirit nudging me In a certain direction, what would it look like if I didn't question or battle or debate or try to negotiate if I just did what I was told the first darn time? (laughs) And So awesome to have this follow-up conversation, which you are going to love. If you think that was something, that was my solo insight. But now I wanted to follow it up with this incredible, incredible interview with Dr. Shante, who I have adored from a distance for a long time now, and her input on this subject Man, just it really just adds so much. So I'm not even going to belabor it. We can get to the end and have a little additional conversation. Let me just give you the formal introduction. Dr. Shante uses her voice to provide tools and resources to help people live whole and complete through her podcasts, vlogs, and coaching. In 2017, she was even listed by Podcast Movement as one of the top Black podcasters in the country. Dr. Shante has helped thousands of listeners silence self-doubt and achieve powerful breakthroughs. I am one. Leveraging 15 years of experience as a college professor, she is also a highly sought-after speaker and teacher that routinely delivers high-value content to audiences all over the country. Without further ado, here is my conversation about disobedience with none other than Dr. Shantae. Welcome to the Redefining Wealth podcast,
1: Dr. Shantae. Well, thank you for having me, Miss Patrice. This has been a long time
0: coming. It has been a long time coming. Now, I don't know how you discovered me, but I know exactly the day that I discovered you. Oh, do tell, do tell. Yes. First of all, I'm not I'm not into driving. Driving long distance is not my ministry. <laughs> but I found <laughs> myself in the car driving from Riverside back to Los Angeles. And Anyone who's in LA, you know, greater LA knows that if you do that at about four or five o'clock in the afternoon, then you need to prepare to just be on the road for about a good two and a half hours because mm-hmm. that's just how that traffic is set up. And I was praying, well, like I was just praying and I felt the Holy Spirit just say like, like you listen to something. Like I was like, let me go listen to a podcast, not my own, <laughs> Like let me go okay. <laughs> listen to a podcast. And I went in the app and, you know, you just kind of scroll through and I saw your podcast, Believing Bigger. And I don't know what it was. I just felt uh, like attracted to it. I listen to you. And what I love about you is you don't play around. Now, see, oh. I'm long winded. I'm long winded. You get in and get to it. So I think, <laughs> I think I binged a season <laughs> of your podcast <laughs> while driving that day. And everything that you said, I either had just recorded something like in alignment with it, or I had just read it in my quiet time, or there were experiences that I was going through Mm. that you were talking to directly. Mm. And I just want, I just knew it was divine. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. She like, this is my friend. She don't even know we're friends. And it was, there were just so many confirmation, it was just confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. And from that moment on, I was like, oh my gosh, one day I have to meet her. I have to interview her. I have to talk to her. I have to find her. I ended up finding you on uh, Instagram and commenting. And I was like, I want to comment on everything she says. She might think I'm crazy, but I really just fell in love with you that day. The way that you, first of all, Your obedience, just just obedience, straight off the bat, and it's it's interesting. This year, my word for this year, my thing for this year is the obedient life. Like, what would my life look like if I just did what God told me to do the first time? Mm, Come on, come (laughs) on now. And I was thinking about how I would share that with the audience, and you dropped in my spirit immediately, like as someone who I admire just for their obedience and for the way that you are able to unpack the word, make it applicable, make me laugh (laughs) and do all of it in like 20 minutes. (laughs) Right? (laughs)
1: I'm somebody elliptical workout, right?
0: (laughs) Yes. You, you could get a full word and it don't take all day. And I just appreciate your example. I I just want to get into this conversation about really the cost of disobedience. So at this point in the series, I've talked about obedience and how this came up for me, but you had a podcast episode. Now I know when you do a lot of episodes, sometimes you don't quite remember everything, but it was called The Camp. Oh yeah. And you talked about when everyone in your camp isn't necessarily in your corner. Yes. Okay. I want to talk, I want you to just share your thoughts around obedience and disobedience and and what it's costing us as a people oh girl that's a mouthful i know but you good so okay so just so i'm gonna just let you go (laughs) let me roll my sleeves up right okay (laughs) so a lot
1: of times uh when we read the word or we hear the word you know we like to cherry pick right Mm -hmm. we like the parts that we like and the parts that we don't particularly care for you know we just shuffle those you know to the back of our spirit, you know, I'm like, "Oh, you know, I don't do all that." You know, and but <laughs> he but didn't he mean that. that. He <laughs> didn't mean all that. But God doesn't work that way. He is an an all or nothing type of God. And so one of the things that I've learned the hard way is that obedience is not optional. You know, when the Bible says that you ought to forgive, you ought to forgive and Where we get caught up is in things like ego, and we get caught up in things like feelings, and we start talking about, well, that person doesn't deserve, and with God, that's never an argument that we can win because the word of God says that the wages of sin is death. And so if the cost for our disobedience, okay, for the way that we cussed out Sister Sally or the way that, um, you know, folks cheating on taxes, okay, you know, it's tax season, you know, that y'all cut that out. (laughs) Okay, don't be claiming kids that don't belong to you. You know, or the way that uh, you uh, cut off friendships or relationships or the way that you gossip or that you backbite or that you throw shade at other influencers and, and things like that. The Bible says that the penalty for that is death. So and if, if we're gonna talk about, you know, well, what somebody deserves, the word of God says that is what we deserve. And and not just quote unquote physical death, but that eternal separation from God. You know, people think of like hell as, you know, fire, brimstone, and people have used that and weaponized that to try to scare people into doing things, but the real hell is that separation that eternal separation from God when God is not rocking with you and he's never going to rock with you. Yeah, that when and and if you're a believer, you have experienced that, you know, when you've been out there doing your own thing and when God goes silent on you, that is a very dark place to be because You miss that fellowship. You miss that communion. You miss that confirmation and that joy in your spirit that comes from walking in alignment with what it is that he's called you to do and what he's asked you to do. And so when we turn our backs on that. It comes Mm -hmm. at a very high cost. And I have always believed I have always believed that, um, (laughs) this kind of caricature of God, where he's sitting up there with the lightning bolts and just, you know, throwing spears and daggers (laughs) at people when they do wrong. I've never thought that I thought I, my belief about God is this. And so Patrice, where you are, I want you to take your right fist. And so make a fist with your right hand Uh and just hold it out in front of you. Uh And then I want you to take your left hand kind of like rock, paper, scissor, right? So when the right hand is the rock and I just want you to open it, open palm and I want you to place your hand over the fist. So just like rock, paper, scissor. That left hand, that is God. So when you are a believer and you are walking in alignment with all that he has said and, and, and doing your best to try to you know, walk out this thing that, that we call life according to his word and according to his will, God has his hand over you. Mm-hmm. And what that does, that is a covering. So your hand is is being covered. And that's what God is doing. So He's covering you from uh debt collectors, He's covering you from, you know, uh wayward bosses and friends, He's covering you from so many things. But then when you decide that, you know, you're gonna be misgrown thing and you're gonna do what you wanna do, then all He does is take that hand yeah. off. That's what yeah. God does. And that's the, that's the realization where you're like, wow, I didn't realize all that God was protecting me from until I decided to walk
0: away from him in disobedience. Girl, can we talk about though, how subtle it can be? Because Mm. I don't want people to think that it's like, I ain't listening to God, you know, (laughs) I'm going to do my own thing because it's really not that. It can happen in such a subtle way. And when my experience Dr. Shantae, I woke up in the middle of the night out of my sleep. Nothing happened. And I said, so and so is not going into 2020 with me. Hmm. And my husband was like, up getting a snack. I busted him in the kitchen. I don't know what he was doing. Um, but he was up getting a snack and he's like, what happened? And I'm like, nothing. He's like, well, where did this come from? I'm like, I don't know. I, I feel it so strongly in my spirit though that they cannot go with me. Mm-hmm. And I did what we do. I start, I start rationalizing. You know, we like to bargain. So oh, I yeah. said, oh, oh yeah. God, well, we, well, ain't nothing happened. So I can't just be all abrupt, like, you know. And then I said, well, I'm coming up on a lot of travel. I really don't have time. <laughs> I'm busy. You don't you kept me booked and blessed and busy. So I'm busy. And maybe this is something that I will revisit. Uh, in two or three months, (laughs) right? (laughs) When it was when it's more convenient. And so I chose convenience over obedience. Mm -hmm. And baby, when Mm -hmm. that caught up with me, and how things started to unravel and unfold, and the scales fell off my eyes, and God was just showing me things left and right, I was like, Oh, my gosh. And I ended up in Deuteronomy. 28, 28, I believe, where he where he starts talking about the cost of disobedience. Oh, the yeah. word starts talking about it and how you will basically be blind and confused. I'm I'm awful with paraphrasing, but like the confusion of your mind.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: when you're disobedient, how everything would just kind of seem out of whack. And I was in that place where I knew what I where I knew I could do things, but I couldn't move forward. And things that I would normally just, you know, hop up and launch or mm-hmm. make happen, I started to like backpedal and question and all this stuff. And the only thing that kept coming back to me was, ma'am, you're disobedient. What? Yeah. Are you, until you do what I told you to do, none of that is going to be released. So knock it off. And the minute I cut it off, I'm telling you within days, things just start clicking. And opening up. And it just reminded me of the story in Joshua. Of um. And mm-hmm. the Battle of AI, yes. Yeah. How old oh boy tried to be slick. Can you break that story down? Cause when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, let me cut it off, throw it out, stop it right now, Lord. I am sorry. I will get rid of it.
1: <laughs> so um essentially. What a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, the promised land did not, they didn't just waltz up in there. You know, they didn't just discover it like, oh, yes, look at these lush trees. Okay, you know, I can start placing furniture. It wasn't that type of party. They had to fight for that. (laughs) And God made it very clear. He said, don't be afraid. You are about to face some giants. You're going to be outnumbered but don't be intimidated. I am with you. And so Joshua had actually been fighting a series of battles up until this point, and And he had been victorious in every single one. And then came, and so, and then came the battle of AI. And in the battle of AI, God is was very specific. He said, do not take anything, destroy anything it all from top to bottom don't take no prisoners don't take no gold don't take no sil- silver you know dedicate that to to the treasury but just go in there and just lay waste and Joshua was like cool and he gave that command to his soldiers and they were like cool except one and mm-hmm. that's all it takes that's all it takes and i want to want to point out something sometimes we have to be careful that we don't become Victims of our own success, and so when you Mm -hmm. had a consistent threshold of, like you said, being booked and blessed, right? You know, and Mm -hmm. things are clicking for you, and the and the followers are growing, and you know the weight is coming off, and you know you just hitting these goals, and, and things on your vision board are starting to manifest, and you're like, yes, okay, that you don't get beside yourself. Come and on. and forget why those things are happening. Those things are happening as a result of obedience. Oh, yes, you know, those things are happening. Um, and and it's not that that when we are obedient that we're perfect. I want to be very clear on that. Mm-hmm. Obedience is not perfection because, baby, oh. all. <laughs> have sinned yes and fallen I'm short sure. and dropped the ball and all of that. So obedience is not perfection. But the thing is is that so despite you know your slip-ups and your oops, because your heart is committed to doing what God has said to do and in the way that He says to do it, then that's where those blessings come from. But sometimes when you've had a, a progression of successes, it you can become um it can be easy to kind of drift away mm-hmm. from God, you know, because Let's be honest. When do we we go clamoring to God most? When we're in trouble, okay? Mm-hmm. So in this story with Joshua, they had had so much success and one of his soldiers was like, you know what? We've been, we've been doing good. You know, I'm gonna just take a little something, something, a couple, two, three things. You know, nobody will ever know. I'll skim a little money off the top. You know, it's all good. Mm-hmm. And went and hid it in his tent. In his tent. In, in his tent. And so when Joshua went into that battle, they got mollywhopped. I mean, they got, they got <laughs> whopped, cleaned. And Joshua was like, I don't understand this. And because and let me tell you what was at stake, because through this progression of victories that Joshua had had, the children of Israel had started to get a reputation and God had started to get a reputation like, well, you may not mess with them. God, you know, they're right. with them, you know, don't do that. So a lot of times what we don't realize is that when we step out of alignment, it's not just about you. You got God's name out there on your Come back on. And you're making God look bad. And he's like, listen, I we cannot, God is the king of brand affiliation. He said, listen, <laughs> listen, you're making my brand look bad. Okay. I can't be affiliating with you when you out here doing X, Y, and Z. And I told you to do ABC. And so, God told Joshua, "Uh, you need to go check your people because one of them is out of order." And so, you know, it was like that scene in New Jack
0: City. Somebody <laughs> knows something, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, know something, Shantae, Wait, but can we get into how Joshua was like fell on his knees in prayer, in prayer, and God was like, "Get up, yes, get like get off your face. You over here asking me why." why? And you don't even realize someone in your camp is a cancer and is like poisoning this whole thing. I I took my hand off of you because somebody in your camp is not doing the right thing. Don't be up here acting like I did something to you. Y'all are disobedient because of that one.
1: It's like you sitting up here crying victim um, when (laughs) when the truth of the matter is you're the one that's out of order. Mm -hmm. And that's human nature because one of the last places that we like to look when things go wrong is inward. You know, we don't want to look in our household. We don't want to look, you know, at ourselves. We don't want to look inward and say, wait a minute, is it I? (laughs) You know, Uh am I the one? You know, that's out of step. And ultimately what ended up happening was the guilty party came forward. He showed his stash of the goods. And here's the sad part. He didn't just die. They dragged his whole family out there and Uh dedicated them to, to destruction. And so when you talk about what we're losing as a people... The thing by being disobedient, the things that you have sacrificed, not just for you, but for the people coming after you, the stakes are so high that you can't afford to step up into this space and call yourself a child of God and then walk sideways and contrary because you take so many
0: people with you. Can I be honest with you? Please do. This is one of my biggest frustrations with quote unquote influencers. Mm-hmm. I am so frustrated and annoyed lately by, in particular, I will say like the online marketers and coaches mm-hmm. who say, God, 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 but then it's very, Use uh, it, it lacks integrity Like a lot of the gimmicks, the tricks, it lacks integrity. It doesn't seem to me, Mm -hmm. right, to be in alignment with who they are saying they serve. Like it just does not make sense. Um, The number of people that reach out to me and say, I did this program, I did this course, or I did this and I did that. And I'm the first to be like, did you do the work? Because don't be coming to me. (laughs) Like if you didn't follow the steps (laughs) and follow the process. But I've seen people forwarded me emails, showed me screenshots, showed me things of how folks will use God to gaslight folks mm-hmm. and manipulate them mm-hmm. and steal their money. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you can't be out here. You, you can because you do it, but you're out here calling yourself a believer. And so then when people run into someone like me, I've, not that I have to defend myself, but I feel like people are so coach hurt and church hurt and just yeah. hurt, hurt by people. And it's like, come on. like. And you know what? The Bible says that when judgment
1: comes, you know, the, the all important judgment day, right? Yeah. Um, the Bible says that judgment is going to start at the church house. That, that judgment will begin at the church house because of exactly what you said. Um, church hurt is very real. And it's one of those things that goes completely unacknowledged Um, or they or people like to sweep it under the rug because it's so important to defend the institution, quote unquote, uh, than it is to actually love people, you know, at, at at its core. A lot, a lot of times people look at the Bible like it's this rule book of do's and don'ts and these and thou's and you bet nots and you go on to hells. But mm-hmm. I, wanna, I wanna disabuse anybody of those notions. If you really read the Bible and, and really read it, it's a love story. It is a love story. It is a love story of, of, of God to his people. All that God has done and all that he's doing is about love. The Bible says that they will know us, okay? They will know we are Christians by our love. And unfortunately, there are some really unscrupulous people that use things like psychological manipulation because, you know, essentially, sales has a lot to do with psychology. It's mm-hmm. about finding th- what are they called? Pain points, right? Right. And and what are your goals? What are your pain points? And it's about. Hitting those pain points and and such a way with things like sales copy and scripts, you know, where people are like, oh, my gosh, this person understands me. And they understand my situation. And, you know, take what they say, take my money, you know, and (laughs) you give your money. Um, But I'm going to caution people in this season. You need to. um, Be more fruit inspectors, Okay, The Bible says that, you know, a tree by the fruit that it bears. I'm one of those people, Patrice, I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't spend $10 on Amazon unless I've read 75 reviews. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you're not gonna get me. Okay, and I need pictures. I need visual confirmation. I need to see the fruit. Mm -hmm. I need to see the evidence of what it is that you are proclaiming to be true. And, and more times than not, out of emotion, we make these split decisions and decide, you know, that we're going to invest in something when we really have not invested in doing our due diligence to see what kind of tree we're buying from, what kind of fruit is on this tree, what kind of person is this? Okay, you know, is this somebody that is legitimately, honestly operating in integrity, in alignment with God and their calling and their purpose, or is this somebody that is riding the gravy train? and using psychological manipulation and things like shame. I've seen some of these very same people that will say God in one breath and then shame you for your financial situation in the next breath. Uh And I'm thinking to myself, when did Jesus do that? When did Jesus ever use shame? And the one time in the Bible where you see Jesus getting angry, was he getting angry at the pimp, the pusher, the prostitute, you know, the fornicator and the LGBT? No, he wasn't doing any of that. He was getting mad at the church. Mm -hmm. He was turning money tables over in the church. And so as leaders, quote unquote, um, it really does make our job more challenging for people that do work in purpose and integrity and in alignment. It makes it harder to do our jobs because people have been so hurt and manipulated by people claiming to do the same work and using God's
0: name behind it. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that just burns me up. It just it annoys me to no end. And I've even said some things recently, like exposing like a few of the little scams that people run. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know people who do it. I know you've probably seen me on pictures with people who do it. I didn't know they were doing it at the time. Now I know they use it. <laughs> and I'm like, um, can you not share that? Because I don't. But I'm like, look, friend, you're wrong. Like even some people that I know, and I see what they're doing. I will hit them with a text or a call and be like, is that really what we're we doing? Like, do you, I'm just going to tell you how this looks from my perspective. And I don't know if your audience feels this, but I'm just going to like be straight up. But like, that's a part of me being obedient because I would murmur. And say stuff under my breath to myself as I was scrolling through Instagram, mm-hmm. and I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, well, will say something." In I was like, "No, you're like, okay, here you go." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, but I did say that this year." It was, it was the obedient life. I started keeping a track on my phone, taking notes whenever I would get these nudges that I know were not me. Because Mm -hmm. my tendency is to keep by myself and mind my business. Stay in your lane and keep moving. Baby. So if you ever see me say something about calling, like calling these types of things out, I don't have a desire to call people out. But the the spirit in which this stuff is done, this is because of obedience. It is not because I desire to have confrontation with people in my DMs. Because that's not, I don't really do all that. (laughs) <laughs> like I keep to myself. I stay in Alpharetta, Georgia and mind my business.
1: But that's Look. part of that's part of the the that comes with the territory, you know. And yeah. so I'm very much like you. Nobody believes this, but I am a classic introvert. You know, people <laughs> like you lying, you know, because me to <laughs> my classes or you listen to the podcast or you see me on the stage somewhere, you be like, "She is just so lit." And I'm like, "Yes, in that moment, but mm-hmm. off the stage and in my own time, I am such a stayer of my lane. I'm like, okay, this is, let me mind my own little, little business. But at the same time, we're living in a day and time where so much is um, consumed through social media and, you know, people are kind of taking they're not reading books, you know, traditionally reading books. Um, mm-hmm. but that That's too much work. that That's doing too much. So they're wholly reliant on, on these kind of like sound bites and snapshots and things that the Bible calls sounding brass and tinkling cymbals. It's like, yeah, it sounds, you know, like mm-hmm. something, but it's denying the power thereof. You know, God is saying, I'm not anywhere in that. And for people like you and I who see these things, you know, we do have an obligation to point it out. You know, in Ezekiel, the Bible says, if the watchman fails to warn the people, then the blood I will require at the watchman's hand. And so mm-hmm. when you step into this space, you become a bit of a watchman and we can't afford to sit idly by and not call these things out, whether that's in church, whether that's on social media, whether because what the Bible says is that if we are believers, if we are brothers and sisters, we're supposed to be able to go to one another in love mm-hmm. and say, hey, um, here's what I noticed and here's what how this might be coming across and my spirit is telling me, you know, that this might be something that you need to revisit. And if someone is a Christian, not playing church, okay? If somebody mm-hmm. is a Christian, you and I, Patrice, we have the same spirit. You, you don't have your version of the Holy Spirit and I don't have my version of the Holy Spirit. No, God left us the same spirit. He said, I, I'm, Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you, but I'm not going to leave you down here completely defenseless and without guidance, I'm going to leave the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so if I come to you that way, if we have the same spirit as Christians, you should be able to receive it in the spirit in which I sent it. But if you play in church, then you're going to do the classic Ds, deny, defend, and deflect. Huh? What? Mm. You hating? You hating? Like, oh, okay. I see like, you Girl. Mean. Thank you for the confirmation. Um, now I see where you are coming from.
0: Hmm. oh my gosh i'm at a point too where because i have this desire to be obedient i'm just not willing to sacrifice i guess i would say i'm not willing to sacrifice the promise god's best yeah i'm not willing to sacrifice god's best to be buddy buddy with people anymore like there is no saving face there is no giving you the benefit of the doubt There is no like it's like you said, if I come to you in love and I'm telling you straight up, you know, this is this is what I perceive this to be. And I'm I'm quite sure other people may feel the same or, you know, is this something you've thought about? Is there another way to express this? And you answer with the three D's like, okay, cool. (laughs) Like I'm not but I'm not going to not say it afraid of that. You
1: can't. And the thing is, you know, they have a a name for for children. Oh, they used to have a a name for children back in the days. They used to call them, you know, little crumb snatchers. Mm -hmm. And what a crumb snatcher means that, you know, someone is basically you don't get the main meal. You don't get the full course. You're just getting scraps from the table. And so you go and take your crumb, you snatch what you can, and then you go run off in the corner with it, you know, content that you got a little something. And Listen, in in 2020 and and this day and time, we need to get out of that crumb snatching mentality that, oh, I'll just take a little piece of the Lord's goodness. If I just get a little bit of this, I'll be all right. Oh, no, Mm -hmm. I want the cake, not the crumbs. I want the whole plate. Okay, so what that means is if in order for me to get God's best, that means that I cannot uh, have certain affiliations with certain people or, you know, that I can't attend certain events or, you know, that my docket is not going to be able and, and let me say this, for those of you, you know, in business, you can't take every client either.
0: Uh, ma'am,
1: get into okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take every client either. You know, I remember uh, reading reports that Iyanla, they had reached out to her to try to work with um, Robert Sylvester Kelly, uh, better known as R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, no, that, no. We're, we're going to take a pass on that. You know, like in the words of Simon Kyle, that's a no mm-hmm. for me um, because she said, I see right now <laughs> that mm-hmm. that person is beyond the scope of what I can do. And I know that they're not going to be committed. And so. In and order she didn't for- compromise for ratings. No. She did not compromise for ratings, okay? She did not take the low-hanging fruit like, oh, this is, this is hot, this is on trend, this is, you know, what's popping right now. And again, that's a crumb snatching mentality. When you're trying to jump on the bandwagon and ride the wave of popularity and currency, you're going to be riding that wave for a long time and you're going to burn yourself out. But when you you know, when you're in alignment, you don't have to hustle and grind. You know, you attract and you yes. manifest because those things are in alignment with what God has for you. And so what you're doing is you are moving steadily towards your toward your blessing. You know, uh, Bishop Joseph Walker, he puts it this way he uses this football analogy that on the football field, what the quarterback does, he does not throw to a person. He throws to a destination and all the running back has to do is run his route. And so if you run the route that you're supposed to run, when you get there, the football should come right to your hands. And a lot of times we go zigzagging all over the field and, you know, oh, I heard this was popping. Oh, I see this shiny new toy. Oh, I need to jump on this program. Whereas if you had just run your route, you Uh would have received your blessing. And so in 2020, that's the whole crumb snatching mentality that um, in order for me to be popular, whether my, let me tell you something, especially in this day and age of Instagram likes and these changing algorithms and things like that, whether they like your picture or not, the person that's supposed to see you is going to see you. Mm-hmm. The person that's supposed to hear you is going to hear you. The person that's supposed to watch your video and see that video is going to hear it. What did Patrice tell you at the start of this podcast, I needed something. Mm -hmm. I was hungry in my spirit. And God said, listen. And so because she opened up herself to listen, because she started running down the field God knows what she likes. I don't know if it was the Papa Pink in the artwork or what it was, you <laughs> know, because she had options and there are more yes. than 280,000 podcasts across the spectrum. And so you mean to tell me that out of the 279,999 options that Patrice had, she just so happened to have scrolled to mind? No, that's divine because when you yes. open yourself up to what God has for you, all you have to do is start walking and he will provide. Provide
0: the meat. He will provide the meat. Let me tell you, the beauty of obedience. That's exactly why when I left the Steve Harvey show. So I was on Steve Harvey show for four years with a weekly segment, Mm -hmm. and I started the podcast in 2017. And I felt more and more called to like go all in on the podcast and not straddle the fence. Mm -hmm. And so, Holy Spirit was like, ended, like ended. You don't like you don't need that. You don't need that. You need to focus on this. And when I was telling folks like, yeah, just, you know, email my little my little letter and thank them. They were like, what? What are you doing? You're crazy. You're Millions out. of listeners. That's a nationally syndicated re-, and all this stuff. Right. And I was like, mm, yeah, but I know I know what the Holy Spirit says, So I'm gonna just be obedient mm-hmm. <laughs> and do that. And I tell people the difference for me. Yes, that was millions of listeners. I said, here's the deal, though. Here's what I've come to learn because of the messages, the DMs, the emails, when people come up to me in places and they say exactly what I said about you. And I, mm-hmm. I, I had just prayed. I was looking for something and your video happened to come up. Come on now. I happen to see you on Instagram. I happen to run across. Now I know what that means, believe it or not. I know what that means. Mm-hmm. When you say you happen to, I know that it's divine. Yeah. And I tell people now, there's a difference between being on that show where people stumbled upon me because they came to laugh and to kiki, ki. Okay. And they just happened to get a little girl doing personal finance. That ain't really what they came for. They stumbled upon me These people I feel that are in my community today, the people I call purpose chasers, they prayed for me. Come on now. Come on now. They were searching for someone like me. They were searching for a voice like mine that could resonate with their spirit. That is completely different. And I would take a few thousand people, tens of thousands of people, I believe it is now, all day, every day who are ready to commit to this thing that I call redefining wealth that was a complete download from the Lord versus people who stumbled upon me on their local radio channel. I will take that all day. I will take those thousands over the millions all day, every day. And the way that God has blessed this podcast and the reach that it's had and the clients that I've gotten from it and the people that I've gotten a chance to, to talk to like you and so many others, girl. Oh, I would have left sooner had had he told me sooner. I would have okay. left sooner.
1: <laughs> like you know, right now, you're eating the cake, and and the yes. Steve Harvey show. Even though that was a great opportunity, and you don't take anything away from that, and there's no lack of gratitude, you know, for having right. the ability to to use your gift on that platform. That was the crumbs. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sorry, as great as Steve Harvey's name is, Steve, Har- he's not Jesus. Come
0: on, girl.
1: The Bible Come says me. there is no other name given under heaven among men by which we must be saved. And so when we're talking things like salvation, okay, because that here and now mentality, that's a crumb snatching mentality. Well, let me take what I can get while I can get it. Mm. No, we're talking about long term. Okay, you know, we down here playing checkers and God is is is, is chess. Yeah. Okay. And so we're talking about, you know, not resources, we're talking about these source. The source. Come the on. Source. And it never runs out. You know, we give if if we donate to our favorite charity, we give out of a limited supply of riches and resources or what have you. But when you get from God, He was like, Oh, I am it. Okay, I'm a hundred percent that thing that you need. That's why when Moses said, oh, Well, who should I tell Pharaoh? Uh, has sent me. He said, "I am <laughs> no cap." Okay. <laughs> no, I am no Period. cap. I am who that. Well, what about and this mm-hmm. and you know? So that's what we're talking about, and and that's what you know. The the beauty of obedience is you know. One thing you did say that I wanted to come back to was this notion of a fence straddling. God is not a fence straddling God. He says. I will spit you out of my mouth for being lukewarm. He said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. You're either going to be in this thing and you're going to be in it to win it and you're going to be faithful and you're going to be committed or you're going to be on the other team. And if you're going to be on the other team, God, let me tell you something, God is not a bully. He's content to let you go your own way. He doesn't say, behold, I stand at the door waving the 4-4. All you said was, Papa, don't hit me no more. He said, no, behold, I stand at the door and knock. He said, nah, I'll be here. You know, i will knock if you want to invite me in, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to force my way into your life. You have to choose. But you cannot. You know, even Joshua said, choose you today whom you're going to serve. Now, if what God is asking you to do seems evil to you, then you need to go ahead about your business. He said, but as for me in my house. Mm -hmm. You're going to serve the Lord. That's a commitment. That's what God is looking for. When we're talking about obedience, he's looking for people to say, Lord, I'm I'm rolling with you. Even David, who was a a king after God's own heart, that's how the Bible describes him, that that David was a man after God's own heart. And David was a murderer, an adulterer. I mean, David Mm -hmm. was not some perfect uh, altar boy. That was not his testimony. But even when David got out of pocket, God gave him the option. He said, you can have something like three years or three days with me, or you can have three years with your enemy. He said, oh, I'm with you, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, I, he said, even though I got to take the punishment, I'll take it from you, but I'm not gonna take it with somebody that don't care for you. That's why when the Bible talks about things like, if we get into relationships now, but when we talk about things like being unequally yoked, I cannot tether myself to a man that does not love God mm-hmm. because that man doesn't know how to love me. The Bible says, love your wife as you love yourself. If you, the, the, one of the greatest expressions of self-love is loving God, because if you know what's quote unquote best for you, God is what's best for you. And so if you can't love yourself, you cannot love me. But a lot of times, you know, well, he look good, girl, you know, or, or he, he got it going on. He drives, he drops drive a Tesla and, you know, he in a <laughs> suburb, and, and this and this and that. Do you know how many women I know that have walked away from the, those types of things because that man did not have the love of God in his heart? Yeah. So, you know, when we're talking about, you know, obedience, it's not what we get to pick and choose. You know, it is all or nothing.
0: So you... Have been obedient recently oh, and switch lanes with the podcast. And so I know that if you've been listening to me for a while, I know that many of you have already run across Dr. Shantae in the Believe Bigger podcast, but God is leading you to do something in another direction. So can you share how you came to this conclusion?
1: Yes, I came to this conclusion Believing Bigger became bigger than me. And what I mean by that is, this is how I always used to introduce the show, right? Hey, believers, this is Dr. Shante. Welcome to Believe in Bigger, the podcast that helps entrepreneurs and influencers find the tools, the confidence, and most importantly, the faith to believe bigger, right? And so right in that opening statement, I said, who? Entrepreneurs, influencers, you know, people that are trying Mm -hmm. to... But the more God spoke to me, because people do not understand... More times than not, I usually don't have guests on the show. It's usually just kind of me delivering, you know, whatever Uh God has given me. And I want everybody to be very clear on that. When I've tried to kind of make up and manufacture stuff on my own, it's okay. But, you know, I get my messages directly from the Lord. And so the more that I started to do that, the less I started to talk about things like entrepreneurship, the less I started to talk about things like, you know, platform building. And the more I started to talk about things like, Purpose and life, and you know how to survive and how to navigate these pitfalls, and how to to grow spiritually and and to truly be whole and complete mm-hmm. people in the Lord. And in doing that, uh, I have to share this testimony with you. So this summer was very kind of like tumultuous. My mother was going through some significant health issues; she was very very near death, and it was very traumatic. And so I had a whole tour planned. And I had to cancel several tour dates except for one. And that was the one that was in Dallas. And so I went and I was able to do this tour. And this young lady, who obviously I'd never met, she said she had just driven six hours from Lafayette, Louisiana. She said, I had to meet you. I Mm -hmm. had to talk to you. And I said, Oh my gosh. I said, That's a long drive. Thank you so much. She said, No, you don't understand. She said, Dr. Shantae, I was so depressed. Earlier this year I was suicidal. I didn't know which way to turn and God just spoke to me. He just said, "Listen to this podcast." She said, "Dr. Shante, you saved my life." Mm-hmm. And that just broke me down and it, and I've gotten so many messages like that. Like, "Dr. Shante, you brought me back to God. Dr. Shante, you helped me stop being bitter towards the church." Dr. Mm-hmm. And I said, "You know what? This is bigger than entrepreneurship, you know, this is bigger than influence. This is, we're talking about life here. And, but I had made a commitment, you know, to the listeners because I was talking about packing in the podcast and the listeners was like, no, you can't go off the air. We, you know, (laughs) we need this. And so I had committed to another season. And as I was gearing up for that season, God was telling me, he was telling me so clearly, he said, you're going to do another podcast. And I said, yeah, I know once I get through the season, you know, I'll get to that. He said, mm, okay, <laughs> that's
0: what we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, clearly you didn't hear what I said the first time. So um, let me tap the mic. Um, you're going to do another podcast. And I said, I know, I said, I'm going to, you know, let me figure out how many episodes I'm going to do for this last wrap up season. And then, you know, I'll talk about thinking about launching, you know, the second podcast. Patrice. In the run up to, the 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 final season of of believing bigger, God literally shut my mouth. Mm. I came to da- now. Let me tell you something. I have like a bomb immune system. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I I'm one of those people. I never get sick. And on the run up to me trying to record these podcasts and prepare for these podcasts, all of a sudden I was invaded with these tenacious whatever this was. It was tenacious, and I could not physically talk. I could not physically talk. And I said, okay, Lord, <laughs> clearly I'm not doing the the, the season episodes before. Um, and then it was right before I had to leave on a trip. So, you know, at the end of uh, 2019, I went out of the country and wasn't coming back. And the day that I came back, I was supposed to launch that, that season. But God spoke to me so clearly. He said, Philippians 1, 6, you know, let patience have its perfect work and when patience has had its perfect work you will be whole and complete lacking nothing mm. and that that was so clear so i said okay lord i said i'm going to say farewell to believing bigger because the target audience has expanded he says you know i appreciate you speaking to that flock but basically what god is saying is i'm expanding your territory you're about to ha- you're about to move into a bigger flock. And so launching the whole and complete podcast, which is all about faith and wellness. And in that podcast, I enlist the support and help and voices of mental health professionals, because a lot of times when we have the faith conversation, we don't always have the wellness conversation. People think that you can have Jesus or you can have a therapist, but you can have Jesus and you can have your therapist and still be in alignment with what God is calling you to do, and so the whole and complete podcast is a series-based podcast that really just talks about life issues. Okay, things that we that are are keeping us from living whole and complete lives. And I've just been so blessed in that regard because now God opened my voice back up, and you know the 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 content is just coming like crazy, and He's I'm just really so grateful. It's growing, you know, and I know that it's going to impact people in a way that believing bigger just never could.
0: I am so excited for you. I'm so excited for you. And I started by saying that after being a listener for a couple seasons there on Believing Bigger, what drew me to you the most was your obedience. And I am so excited to see what God does in this next season of Whole and Complete just because you were obedient. And I'm just, Even if he had to shut your throat down to make you. Know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because what's funny about it and, and it's obedience in two things. One of the books that I, I read and really enjoyed uh, last year was Michelle Obama's Becoming. Mm-hmm. And she talked about how she was a box checker. Right. And And we can get into that. Well, got this degree, moved to this neighborhood, made this money, you know, got this house and that sort of thing. And sometimes we do that in our spiritual lives. You know, we just kind of go through the motions of routine. And that's how I was approaching that final season of, of the podcast. You know, I'm like, well, I made this commitment. So let me honor my commitment. And God says, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing it like that. And I thought that I was going to have done that season months ago. God shut me down. He took me off the microphone for over six months. and it's because one of the last things that I said when a, I'm very transparent on my podcast, uh-huh. um, one of the things that I said, it was the why I'm single episode. And it was not that I'm advertising y'all, but it was <laughs> the why I'm single episode. And I talked about one of the things that I realized about myself is that I was emotionally unavailable and afraid to be vulnerable. And it as I spoke that, God said, mm-hmm. And we're going to work on that. And so what I've been working on with my therapist for the past X amount of months is that very notion of what it means to be vulnerable and how it's not weakness and how it's about strength. And he says, I need you to come back to the microphone whole and complete. And yeah. so, I, you know, we can't be what they call false flagging. sometimes we get on the microphone and we talk about things that we're not doing. And 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 we're out of integrity. You know, we talk about, you know, money that we're not making or we talk about advice that we're not following, you know, and, and we talk about characteristics and attitudes that we don't have. And God says, no, the work that I have you doing is far too important for you to get up there out of integrity. Like so many people that get behind the pulpit out of integrity and so many influencers that hop up on social media out of integrity. He said, you're not going to go that route. Mm -hmm. And so, and I will tell you too, you know, after doing six seasons of that podcast, you know, my downloads are like up there. So I'm like, wait a minute, uh, (laughs) brother, (laughs) you know, I I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't grow a little audience here. And, um, (laughs) And 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 I'm at the point where it's like you know when you've had some experience with God you you have to learn to divorce yourself from the outcome. He said go, yes. so I'm going to go, and I'm just very excited for what God is doing with that podcast in this season.
0: I am too. I am too. And I, again, I feel like I feel like you're my cousin. I'm like so proud of you. I like, really have to I'm... get down to Georgia because <laughs> we have to powwow. We really really yes. do. I'm like grinning from ear to ear as I'm listening to you. I'm so excited again for whole and complete. Before I let you go, though, I got to ask you our redefining wealth rapid wisdom questions. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) I'm
1: ready. I'm ready. So
0: here's the first one How do you define success?
1: I define success, or my measure of success, is by being able to answer the call that God has put out to me with an enthusiastic yes. When I can Mm -hmm. show up and answer God's call with the yes, then I know that whatever I've said yes to, he's going to bless.
0: Amen. Uh, Tell us what wealth means in three words or less. Ooh. Peace. Joy. Obedience. Awesome. What's one book that has redefined how you see wealth? Oh, honey. Um, the power of vulnerability by Brene Brown. Yes,
1: that is a powerful, and it's not even it's not even in print. You have to listen to it. It's on, on Audible. It's an audio book. But when I tell you that one, it pulled me up short. I said, "Okay, she read me from back to front." Okay, Brene. <laughs> I
0: said, "I'll see you." <laughs> and fill in the blank. My name is, and to me, the truth about wealth is. My
1: name is Dr. Shante, and the truth about wealth is that it has absolutely nothing to do with money. True wealth is being healthy and whole and complete and content and at peace with who you are and the choices that you've made in your life. And the, and the bonus blessing of that is that when you live in that manner, God surrounds you with people that will come alongside you and support you in that lifestyle.
0: Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Dr. Shantae. Thank you. This has been a blessing. A lot of times,
1: and here's what I do love about your podcast, is that a lot of people think that what we do is competitive. It's like, uh oh, you know, someone, she put out a video. Now I got to put out a video or, or she launched a new program. Now I got to put out a program. It's not even that type of party. You mm-hmm. know, it's enough food at the table for everybody to eat. I have so much respect for what you do. And what I love about that is that the people that you invite on this show, you genuinely, truly support them. You pray for them. You you want them to succeed, you know, And and I feel the very same way is that we're in this together, you know, we're soldiers on the battlefield, you know, committed mm-hmm. in purpose, you know, and, and serving the same God. And all we really want to do is, is to live a life that's pleasing to him. And so the fact that you open up the space for so many voices to come in and be able to do that, I just want to encourage you, sis, to keep on doing that because I see you, what you're doing is important, and I know how hard it is to do it consistently, and I want you to know that you're
0: doing it well. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. It means a lot. It really does. Don't you cry. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> you you felt it. <laughs> I felt it. I felt that shift. And and if you need me to ever, you know, just to pray for you. You know, a lot of times we we don't we don't ask people to do that for us enough. But, you know when that they say on social media check on your strong friends, Y'all better better pray for your strong influences. The people that are blessing you, they need your prayers. They need your support because, you know, we have big targets on our back from the enemy's perspective. It's like, (sighs) wait a minute. You know, because if they take us down, they get so much bang for the buck. And so, yes, I want to encourage your listeners to pray for Patrice and pray for those, you know, that encourage and support you so that we can continue to do
0: this work and bless others. That's real talk. (laughs) Sometimes the encourager needs encouraging. That is real talk. Amen. Amen. Okay, didn't I tell you Dr. Shantae was off the chain? Oh my gosh, this is going to be one of the ones you got to pass on to a few girlfriends. You are going to want to listen to this more than once. I have now heard it a couple times and I'm still dropping my jaw. Like she is phenomenal. This is what I felt when I was listening to her podcast before Believe Bigger, which as you think know now is whole and complete. So make sure you check that out. Subscribe, show her some love. She is Dr. Shantae Says on Instagram. Go show her some love and tell her that you're from Redefining Wealth. So many things stood out to me, but can we just get into this no more crumb snatching mentality? Like really going after God's best. No more crumb snatching. And several things came up for me. One, When she was speaking, that run your route, that run your route, (laughs) like the quarterback is throwing in a general direction. And if you just run, is it, some people say route, run your route, run your route, whatever works for you, get over there, right? (laughs) Obedience is getting in alignment and going down the path that you are called to go. Zigzagging all over the field and not being where you're supposed to be helps no one, doesn't help you, doesn't help your team, not. That exciting, I guess, for the audience as well, like do what you're called to do. And it made me think of this question, which I want to post in the Purpose Chasers community. If you don't know about Purpose Chasers, we have a completely free community with over 1,500 Purpose Chasers literally from all over the world. I'm talking United Kingdom, South Africa, the Philippines, Zambia, Colombia, Barbados, I mean, literally all over the country, but all over the world. And we love to support each other in that group, but I also like to pose questions sometimes. Our community concierge will usually put those up. And here's my question Where are you compromising to the detriment of your obedience? Like, where are you compromising to the detriment of your own, like being obedient, where you are? straddling the fence, trying to stay one foot in maybe your past life, your past season, your past purpose. And you're trying to get your toe into the other side. And you know that you are being called like I was um, when I left the Steve Harvey show, right? To go all in. And that straddling that trying to compromise is just keeping you from God's best. It is just another version of this crumb snatching mentality. What is that for you? And where can we hold you accountable to letting go and accepting that maybe a season is up? You know, I've talked about this before. There was a podcast episode about it. I think I did it around the anniversary, September 2019, I did an episode called When a Season is Up, and I was just talking about, again, that experience having to give up the Steve Harvey show, being led to do that. And man, that took obedience, right? And without that, we wouldn't be here. Without that, I wouldn't have the opportunities or the impact or the influence uh, and the income, quite frankly, that I've been able to get since not straddling the fence. So where are you compromising, And where is it time for you to just say, I'm ready to go all in? Let's talk about it. If you're not a purpose chaser, head over to IamAPurposeChaser.com. There's a lot of other perks to being a purpose chaser, finding accountability partners, like getting first dibs whenever I offer a new product, program, open the doors for anything. Purpose chasers always know first and purpose chasers always get a discount. So if you're not a purpose chaser for any other reason, you may want to join us, but it's really dope. We're all committed to living our life by these pillars. So come join us and let's talk about it. Show some love in social media. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. Are you tired of the hustle and grind? And are you ready to just attract and manifest because of your obedience? Let's talk about it. Until next time, as I say every single week, I want you to go live your life's purpose. Find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later.